Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. For over 175 years, four purposes have defined Hillsdale's mission, learning, character, faith, and freedom. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to our brothers and sisters at Hillsdale for their great sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Well, I can announce to you, this Sunday on Life, Liberty, and Levin, our first guest will be the former Prime Minister of the State of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu. I asked him to appear on the program so we can discuss what's going on with Iran and the Biden administration. This is not drawing enough attention from the media. And it needs to draw our attention. Because once Iran gets nuclear missiles, that entire part of the world has changed. And so has the survivability of free nations in the West. You can see how nuclear weapons change the equations. You can hear people, analysts and others, on TV and on radio. As soon as Putin and Lavrov, as lapdog, mention nuclear weapons, the whole battlefield changes. They don't want to defend allies. They don't want to assist allies. And so, can you imagine if Iran gets nuclear weapons? Hezbollah. Hamas, Islamic Jihad, Al-Qaeda, ISIS. And if you dare to take out their leaders or take out these terrorist organizations, the threats that you will get from Iran, and if you think Iran getting nuclear weapons ends it, it doesn't. Saudi Arabia, Egypt, they're all going to want nuclear weapons. And what if the technology gets into the hands of the terrorists? I feel this is a hugely undercovered event that is taking place largely in secret where Joe Biden 
despite all his words about Putin, despite his heightened condemnation of Putin, has invited Putin and his war machine and his government to negotiate on our behalf with the Iranians. And he's giving the Iranians virtually everything they want. And this is a deal that requires, under federal law, congressional input. And so far, there's been none. Zero. Israel hasn't been involved. Our Arab allies have not been involved. China, Russia, Iran, and the Stooges in the Biden administration. That's it. That's it. I want to congratulate some of these people who want to become president of the United States on the Republican side for finally speaking out. This is something I've been talking about for weeks now. For weeks. And it needs attention. Can you imagine Iran with nuclear weapons? They're talking about removing Iran's military, the Republican Guard, from the terrorist list. They're talking about tens of billions of dollars flowing into Iran. They're talking about taking all sanctions off their economy, which means, of course, Russia will use the Iranian banks and financial institutions to get around the imposition that we have placed of these various uh, attacks on their economy. No better man to talk about this than Benjamin Netanyahu, and he will be with us on Life, Liberty, and Levin on Sunday. Also, Congressman Michael Waltz, brilliant man, where we're going to dig further into Russia and the China connection. Russia and the China connection. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you're being asked constantly to suspend common sense on behalf of a narrative or somebody's ideological projection. That includes the Putin wing of the Republican Party. That includes the likes of Andrea Mitchell and her ilk. That includes the Biden administration and the toadies who have served in the military who defend what they're doing. Now, I want you to clear out all the static and listen to me a second. Do you really believe jet fighters, additional jet fighters, would not help the Ukrainians in their war, in their defense against the Russians? Is that not the dumbest thing you've ever heard? They want the jets. So they can attack the enemy, the Russians. So that they can attack them, whether it's northern Ukraine, eastern Ukraine, western Ukraine, or southern Ukraine. They need them to move freely from one part of the country to the other. To have the flexibility to attack artillery batteries and battalions. As well as tank convoys. As well as supply chains. They need the jets. The idea that our military says it won't really matter because they're getting stinger missiles 
and Javelin missiles is preposterous. Stinger missiles, Javelin missiles are extremely helpful. Extremely helpful. But they're not jets. They're not jet fighters. They're not jet bombers. And they cannot take out artillery that is surrounding one city after another. Of course the Ukrainians are heroic. Of course their military is heroic. And I suspect, ready for this? I'll put this out first so in the next 24, 48 hours this can be regurgitated as well. I suspect, you ready Mr. Producer? That we are giving them strategic military advice on how to fight the Russians. I suspect we have satellite images they don't. We have experience that they don't. I suspect that we and perhaps the British are giving them advice, strategic military advice on counterattacks, on hitting supply chains, on doing more with less. In fact, I'd be shocked if we weren't. Now we'll hear another person, an analyst in this case, pick up where I left off. But you get the point. They need those MiGs. Now the incoherence of the argument against giving them MiGs is beyond moronic. On the one hand, we are told by Biden, by his spokes idiot, by the Defense Department, by the Secretary of State. We are told by the analysts all over network and cable TV. We're told by the analysts on radio that these MiGs won't make a difference. They won't make a difference because they have the Stinger missiles. Javelins are intended for tanks. You'll hear some of the more moronic talk about javelins. Because they have the Stinger missiles. To hit jets and helicopters. And yet we're also told that's a red line. Apparently if you give them MiGs, 25 or 30 MiGs, 15 MiGs, that are unnecessary, that won't help them, that's the line that will cross and will entice or encourage Putin to use nuclear weapons. Now, how stupid is this? The arguments that are being presented to try and prevent the Ukrainians from defeating the Russians, defeating the Russians, are incoherent. Completely and utterly incoherent. So on the one, and I mean from the administration and their lackeys, whether they be the Putin wing of the GOP or the Putin wing of the Democrat Party or, who, or whomever. So the MiGs, we're told, will be ineffective. So ineffective that if we send them in or the Polar send them in, that's a tripwire for nuclear weapons. Now, does that make sense to anybody, Mr. Producer? And if these are the kinds of arguments we're getting. You heard it here first behind this microphone. When I said 
somebody needs to take out Putin. You then heard Lindsey Graham and others say it. Right here. Right here. And I explained the case that this man is an assassin. He's had over 200 people assassinated that we know of. Journalists, political opponents, billionaires, military opponents, and so forth and so on. That it seems what's good for the goose is good for the fascist, which is that Zelensky ought to have him taken out, or people around Putin. Particularly if, as everybody agrees now, except the Putinoids and their hemorrhoids, that he is a war criminal, targeting women and children, that is, civilians, targeting birthing centers, targeting schools, targeting theaters with hundreds of children, trying to blow these cities off the face of the earth by parking his tanks and artillery outside these cities and just pummeling the hell out of them indiscriminately. Also, using vacuum bombs and other weapons. No. You can't take him out, Mark. Of course you can. And of course, he should be. Is he a war criminal or not? Has he caused the death of thousands? Yes, he has. And not just here, but elsewhere. Putin's not our friend. We have not provoked him. We are not the enemy. I would tell the American lasters who pretend to be American firsters. I would tell the isolationists, pacifists among us. It is you and your ilk who get us into world wars. It is you and your ilk who do not prepare the American people and build up the United States military. It is you and your ilk who allow our allies in the front line to fall and expose us. It is you and your ilk who do not think strategically, even tactically, on the ground. It is you and your ilk who do not think ahead. It is you and your ilk who ignore history. And I intend to push back against you. They need those jet fighters. Despite the BS propaganda you're getting from the Biden administration, from the Putinoids, and the rest of them. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Folks, you've been hearing me talk about Hillsdale College's goal to give away for free copies of the Constitution and Declaration. They've set a goal to give away 1 million copies in 2022, and the response has been tremendous. However, this offer, my listeners, expires soon. So please, if you haven't already gotten your free copy, go right now to levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Every American should have their own copy of the Constitution and Declaration of Independence. These two founding documents have made America the freest and most prosperous nation in human history. And these days, with so much of our liberty under threat, it's more critical than ever for citizens to read and understand them. So to claim your free copy, Go to levinforhillsdale.com right now, complete a simple form, and you'll get your very own copy through the mail for free. You can reserve your copy immediately at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. levinforhillsdale.com. 
38% of the American people would not stand and defend this country if it were attacked. 34 out of 10 would leave the country. I would ask those 38% to leave now. Of course, they won't. They live off the work of everybody else. They live off the military and the police today. If China assists Russia economically, we should destroy their financial and banking systems, which we can do. We should destroy their financial and banking systems, which we can do. But here's the problem we have now, ladies and gentlemen. Our fifth column. What's the fifth column? You can Google the phrase. Shockingly, the fifth column in this country is corporate America. Today, unlike World War II and unlike in the past, most American corporations, and most of them, the bigger the worse, are not patriotic. They're not pro-American. They've thrown in, in many respects, with the Democrat Party. Most corporatists who sit on boards and run these companies, CEOs, CFOs, COOs, are not patriotic. Most professional athletic leagues are not patriotic. And many, many of the athletes that benefit from the freedom of this society are not patriotic. What is Mark talking about now? I am talking about communist China. Slaughtering the Uyghurs, slaughtering the Tibetans, brutalizing the people in Hong Kong. I am talking about communist China and Xi, which is propped up by American corporations, by American athletes and athletic corporations, and the American media and academia. The reason it'll be harder, listen to me, the reason it'll be harder to crush the communist Chinese financial and banking system where it hurts them the most is because of the fifth column within our own country, the enemy within, the corporatists and their board members, the media and their board members, sports and their board members. In these various leagues. Folks, you've been hearing me talk about Hillsdale College's goal to give away for free copies of the Constitution and Declaration. They've set a goal to give away 1 million copies in 2022, and the response has been tremendous. However, this offer, my listeners, expires soon. So please, if you haven't already gotten your free copy, go right now to levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Every American should have their own copy of the Constitution and Declaration of Independence. These two founding documents have made America the freest and most prosperous nation in human history. And these days, with so much of our liberty, under threat, it's more critical than ever for citizens to read and understand them. So to claim your free copy, 
copy. Go to levinforhillsdale.com right now. Complete a simple form and you'll get your very own copy through the mail for free. You can reserve your copy immediately at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. levinforhillsdale.com. Right versus left is right versus wrong. Call Mark at 877-381-3811. Let me show you how feckless and what a bunch of sissies play in the National Basketball Association. You have a woman, a star basketball player. I am not familiar with that league. I'm not familiar with her. It doesn't matter. The Women's National Basketball Association. She had a minimal amount of marijuana or marijuana vaping or whatever it's called. Again, I'm not familiar with this stuff. And they they grabbed her, the Russians did. Now she's in jail. Now they've extended her jail term. Of course, she hasn't gone to court yet, and I'm sure that'll be like like some kind of a Stalinist-type court, a a Putin-type court. Do we hear day in and day out from these tough guys in the National Basketball Association? Do we hear from Steph Curry? Do we hear from LeBron James? Do we hear from this jerk Pavlich or whatever that coach's or ex-coach's name is? Do we hear them one after another, day in and day out, press conference after press conference, demanding her freedom? Is her name on their sneakers? Is their name on their shirts or their sweatbands? Is it? No, it's not. Certainly not on most of them. Now, I don't watch ESPN except for one show I like with my buddy Stephen A. Smith. But other than that, I don't watch. Are they speaking day in and day out about this woman who Putin is now using as a pawn? No, they don't, I am told. No, they don't. Because they're cowards. Because they're frauds and they're phonies. There's no downside to attacking your own country in this country. In fact, you're celebrated as some kind of a civil rights leader. But where the rubber really does hit the road, where it actually takes a pair, where it actually takes some guts, there is none. Has the National Basketball Association put out another statement? No. How about the National Football League? No. How about Major League Baseball? Now that they've come to an agreement to pay millionaires millions more. Not a word. Nothing. Corporatists. Oh, they're down for the revolution. Such bullcrap, it's not even funny. How about American corporations? How about American corporations? How about them? Where are the corporatists of the left? I know many of them. I work for some of them. Where are they? Have their companies put out any kind of a statement? 
have their CEOs or board members taken to the microphones and held press conferences? Have they tried to rally the American people against the Russians and for the Ukrainians? More than that, if we need to take on the communist Chinese and their financial and economic system, where will they be? Whose side will they be on? Or will they be silent? Un-American. You can get behind a Marxist, corrupt, anti-Semitic group like Black Lives Matter till you're blue in the face. You can give them money. You can put their initials on your clothing, on your basketball court, on a banner hanging outside your corporate headquarters. You can paint BLM on your streets. You can allow them to violate all the COVID mandates and all the rest. You can encourage people to give them money as they rip you off and steal from you. Because hating America is big business for the left. Hating America is in. It's the cultural thing to do. But if you actually are forced to stand up for liberty and humanity, real humanity, American corporations, most of them, not all, American corporations, most of them, are on the wrong side. And if they're on no side, that's the wrong side. That wasn't the way it used to be, but it is the way now. It's the way now. 38% of the people in this country would, would flee the country if it was attacked. They wouldn't stay and fight. That shows you the weak underbelly of academia. shows you the weak underbelly of the corrupt media. It shows you the weak underbelly of our corrupt culture as it gets increasingly corrupt. The further you move away from our founding, the further you move away from, from appreciating this fantastic nation, the further you move away from American patriotism, the further you move away from the nuclear family and from God Almighty himself, the further away you move from faith, this is what you get. This is what you get. A failing, decrepit society and culture. And that's where we're headed. And it has representation, political representation, in the Democrat Party and part of the Republican Party. It has voice in a corrupt media. It has control over the minds of young people with corrupt unions. Corrupt professors and academics. And a corrupt entertainment industry based in Hollywood in New York City. I told you before, there's way too much attention paid to escalation and not enough attention paid to deterrence. You're now starting to hear that on TV and radio. Why does it take one host, one broadcaster to have to be the point of the spear what I'm saying should not be unique what I'm saying should not be provocative what I'm saying should have been said a thousand times already but it's not but it's not
Under this administration, we're told that the the Ukrainians don't need new jet fighters, old jet fighters, but new in the sense that they don't have these jet fighters in the numbers that they need them. MiG-29s, they don't need them. And you're supposed to believe it. They've asked for it, but some jerk sitting in a TV studio, having had three chocolate chip cookies in the green room, who comes out, who used to be a lieutenant colonel, used to be a general, or is a nobody from a think tank tells you the Ukrainians don't need MiG-29s. They say they need them. And of course they do. We are told by this government, by this regime right here in the United States, that the deplorable, devastating, massive deficit spending that they have been involved in does not create inflation, and that there needs to be more of it. This is pure insanity. If we destroy our currency, if we destroy our economic and financial systems, the Chinese don't have to destroy it for us. We're doing it from within. Ever hear of the Weimar Republic? Ever heard of other countries? Even in the third world, Zimbabwe, look at Venezuela. You can print your way to hell, baby. And that's what's going on here. We are printing our way to hell. And the very people who are doing it are telling you flat out lies. Ignore economics. Follow the shining objects. These very same people are telling you that their efforts to prevent drilling for oil and natural gas on federal lands, all of it's regulated by the federal government, just so you know, on private lands or federal lands. That limiting access to fossil fuels, that limiting the building of refineries so you can actually use the fossil fuels, that that does not contribute to the reduction in supply and then and hence the increase in price they are lying to you over and over again this has been an objective that they have had for decades to drive up the cost of fossil fuels they told us we're running out ladies and gentlemen they don't tell us that anymore because the very oil companies that you're expected to hate like the meat companies that you're expected to hate like all the other private sector businesses that you are expected to hate, and especially the capital system, capitalist system, is responsible. It's responsible. They're called oil companies for a reason. They produce oil. The federal government produces taxes, regulations, shortages, and poverty. Other than that, it produces nothing. Barring drilling. They were celebrating, patting themselves on the back. They put in the most restrictive regime ever in American history. And they did it with executive orders. They did it on day one and day two. That we are going to transition to new energy sources. Nobody knows how we're going to transition Nobody knows how we're supposed to replace fossil fuels. It doesn't matter. 
We're going to do it, and we're going to do it now. Our enemies couldn't be more effective at hollowing out our industries. Our enemies couldn't be more effective at driving up the price of gasoline in this country. These are the enemies from within. The American Marxists. So they drove up the price of fuel before Russia invaded Ukraine. And then they blamed Putin, who's a detestable monster, but he didn't do this. Biden did this. Biden did it. He's responsible. Everybody knew it. Biden has created this inflation. He's responsible. Biden is denying the Ukrainians the MiG-29s. He's responsible. Biden is going to be arming the Iranians with nuclear missiles. He's doing it. Biden has the border wide open where people are pouring in and nobody's reporting on it anymore. He did it. His party did it. The media supports it. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Folks, you've been hearing me talk about Hillsdale College's goal to give away for free copies of the Constitution and Declaration. They've set a goal to give away 1 million copies in 2022, and the response has been tremendous. However, this offer, my listeners, expires soon. So please, if you haven't already gotten your free copy, go right now to levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Every American should have their own copy of the Constitution and Declaration of Independence. These two founding documents have made America the freest and most prosperous nation in human history. And these days, with so much of our liberty, Liberty under threat, it's more critical than ever for citizens to read and understand them. So to claim your free copy, go to LevinforHillsdale.com right now, complete a simple form, and you'll get your very own copy through the mail for free. You can reserve your copy immediately at LevinforHillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. LevinforHillsdale.com. This Sunday, I can be in your home, I can be in your car, I can be in your place of work, because I will be on my Fox show, Life, Liberty, and Levin at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And as Ed Sullivan used to say, it's a really big show. It's a very, very important show during these extremely grave times. And I asked former Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to come on the program and he agreed. This is really an exclusive interview. It's the first appearance he's done in months to talk about the Biden deal with Iran, a nuclearized Iran, what this will do to the United States, to the Middle East. And he'll be in rare, rare form, ladies and gentlemen. It'll be a news-making interview, so I hope you'll join us. And in the second half of the program, of course, we're going to focus like a laser on American national security, our national security interests, what's taking place with Russia and Ukraine and China and the rest. And this format, my Sunday night format, is unique to every other format, even on Fox. 
So I hope you'll join us. I have people come up to me all the time and they say, Mark, I can't wait for your Sunday show because I, you let the guests speak and you only have one or two guests. And that's right, ladies and gentlemen. That's exactly right. And that's why you learn so much from these individuals and these guests are carefully chosen. Some of them are famous, some are not. It doesn't matter. If you can't be there live to watch 8 p.m. Eastern Time this Sunday, I hope you'll DVR the program. Also, on Levin TV, on the Blaze TV network, ladies and gentlemen, we have had killer shows. Killer shows. And I hope you'll participate with us and really an enormous number of others who've joined our network. Our independent network. We are independent from every other media organization. On Levin TV and the Blaze TV Network. Go to levintv.com and it's all laid out there. And if you act today, you'll save $10. Is that a lot? You bet it is. For a one-year subscription, an annual subscription, it's $99. It's been the same for six years. Why? Because we want as many of you as possible to join us. So it's $89 if you act now. It's levintv.com. I spend a lot of time on that program, as I do on this program, as I do on my Fox program. So I hope you'll be able to listen to or watch most of them most of the time. Because they don't overlay. They're not repetitious. And also on Levin TV, you've got, you've got a score of fantastic hosts there. A score of fantastic hosts. So uh, I want to encourage you to join us over there. I want to encourage you to watch on Sunday. I won't be here tomorrow to remind you. And it is a great honor to be here with you, typically five nights a week. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Jackie Heinrich, excellent reporter at Fox. She had a question for Pasaki at the White House briefing today. Listen to this. Cut five, go. The president called Putin a war criminal yesterday. The uh, Secretary of State just said that that was also his view today. Given all of that, why are we still having Putin's Russia broker the Iran nuclear deal talks? Well, I would say that it's not in our interest for Iran to acquire a nuclear weapon, and Russia is a member of the P5 plus one. So uh, that is pursuit of uh, a deal that would be in our national security interest. Excuse me? She asked you, why is a war criminal in charge of negotiating this arrangement with Iran? And that's the best you come up with, with that kind of BS crap? Listen to this again, and this should cause all of Washington to stand up. 
Cut five, go. The president called Putin a war criminal yesterday. The uh, Secretary of State just said that that was also his view today. So given all of that, why are we still having Putin's Russia broker the Iran nuclear deal talks? Well, I would say that it's not in our interest for Iran to acquire a nuclear weapon, and Russia is a member of the P5 plus one. So uh, that is pursuit of uh, a deal that would be in our national security interest. Unbelievable. Do you not think so, ladies and gentlemen? Unbelievable. Ay, 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 ay. It's just, uh, it, it's just shocking to me. It's just shocking to me that this administration is so out of it. And uh, what about Congress's approval? Cut six, go. Iran Nuclear Agreement Review Act says that Congress is required to review any new agreement. This is obviously not the same agreement that uh, Obama worked on in 2015. Uh, does President Biden believe that this treaty um, needs the advice and consent of Congress? And if so, does he believe he has the votes to uh, lawfully affirm it? Well, if if and when we have a deal, and we don't have a deal at this point, otherwise you would all know, um, we would carefully... That's consider- not what she's asking you. We don't need your starky, dumbass comments. That's not what she said. She said, what's the process here? Go ahead. ...and circumstances of any U.S. return to the JCPOA to determine the legal implications, including those under the Iran Nuclear Review Act of 2015, and we're committed to ensuring the requirements are satisfied. So certainly we would abide by that. But we have been keeping uh, members very updated. We've been briefing No, them you regularly. haven't been keeping members very updated. Most of Congress has no idea what you're doing. Most of the Arab states have no idea what you're doing. The Israelis have mostly no idea what you're doing. And we, the American people, we have no idea what the hell you're doing. Go ahead. Uh, Brett McGurk conducted a call just a couple of days ago, and we've been briefing them with a range of national security officials. And then has the IGRC or done any, or rather the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, the IRGC, uh, has it done anything to be eligible to be removed from the terror blacklist? Well, I think you're asking me this because it's been out there as a possible discussion, but there's no deal at this point. So if and when there's a deal, we'll have a discussion about what's in the deal. Outside of the deal, though, does it take action to be removed from that terror blacklist? Do you have to do something to get off of it? You have to make a decision, yes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, the, uh, the, the tap dancing here by this woman. These are basic questions. It's really quite simple. The whole purpose of the treaty clause of the Constitution which has not been complied with here, thanks to Mitch McConnell, the former senator from Tennessee, Bob Corker. Just so you know, Mitch McConnell did this. And Bob Corker, rhinos, made the country much more dangerous as far as I'm concerned. And this is when I had it with Ben Sass, and he called me up to try and persuade me to stop pounding Bob Corker over this. And I told him to go fly a, a kite. Go fly a kite, Mr. Constitutionalist. This is really quite shocking, ladies and gentlemen, that Russia is negotiating for us still. She should have said the the IRGC, the Republican Guard military of the Iranians, uh, of course we're not going to take them off the terrorist list. 
Why can't she say that? Because it's in play. They just fired two, several ballistic missiles at our compound in Iraq. And as I told you last night, you see so many of these photos and videos and these widows and tunnel for towers and, you know, warriors and uh, these other marvelous charities. And many of these people you see who are legless or have lost limbs, arms, or had head injuries and so forth, it occurred in Iran as a result of the IRGC. Soleimani was in charge, effectively, of that terrorist organization, and Trump took him out. So Biden's prepared, apparently, to take them off the terrorist list, among many others. This is why it's important to watch Sunday's show. As I said, we'll get into these other things, too, by, by all means. Ukraine and Russia and what's going on. They're, they're all interconnected. They're all interrelated. They're all interrelated. Now, Andrea Mitchell. Andrea Mitchell is a fool. Andrea Mitchell's a Democrat. She's a partisan. She's a disgrace. That's why she's stuck on MSNBC and can't move up to the big leagues. That's why people have jumped over her. That's why she used to work fairly steady in NBC, but now she's at MSNBC. My humble opinion. She's got a question. A real, a real important question, don't you know? Hat tip to our friends at Newsbusters. Listen to this. First of all, wait until she finally gets to the question. Cut eight, go. And I want to quickly ask both of you about the midterms, because we have seen the president's you know, declining poll ratings stabilize and even edge up with the way he's responded on Ukraine. But he still has inflation. The Fed you know, is going to raise rates today. Uh, and... You know, he's got other problems as well. Phil, do you want to take it first? Do you think that this at least is helping the Democrats and helping the White House as they head into the into the? Now, let's stop a second. She's asking Phil Rucker, a.k.a. Phil Schmucker, over there at the Washington Post. He's deputy national editor. You see, when this clown speaks like this, she feeds into the Putin wing of the Republican Party and the other Putinites and Putinoids with their hemorrhoids all over our society. Who have this theory that we're in part supporting the Ukrainians uh, in order to improve Joe Biden's poll ratings. So here she is, the dummy, saying, uh, do you think this will help Joe Biden's poll ratings in the Democrats in the midterms? It's incredible. This is what she comes up with. And she's asking Phil Schmucker here at the Washington Compost, the deputy national editor. Go ahead. You know, it certainly is giving Biden an opportunity to be the strong leader uh, that he campaigned as. And certainly, uh, you know, it certainly sounds like he's sitting on a cucumber. You know, it certainly is giving Biden an opportunity to be the strongest leader that he campaigned as. First of all. This is the national, deputy national editor. Is this a correct sentence, Mr. Producer? It certainly is giving Biden an opportunity to be the strong leader that he campaigned as. 
No, it's not, ladies and gentlemen. So Phil Rucker doesn't even know basic English, and he's the deputy national editor. It certainly is giving Biden an opportunity to be the, the strong leader that he campaigned as. The sentence should be, Joe Biden campaigned as a strong leader. This will certainly help him. But nonetheless, they pray it does. They pray it does. Now, some of you out there, you've come up to me. Just to underscore a point, you've said to me, you know, Trump was a great president. But I don't think he can win this time. There's just too much baggage with the media attacks. It's unfair. Don't get us wrong. But we've got to win. Ladies and gentlemen, what do you think they're going to do to a Ron DeSantis or a Ted Cruz or a Tom Cotton or Tim Scott and so forth? What do you think they're going to do to them? Do you think they're going to play fair? Do you think they're going to try and destroy them? The problem is bigger than President Trump. Trump fought back. It's way too early for this, but when the Republican primaries come, you back the conservative that you want. You cannot allow, like Putin defining the battlefield in Ukraine, our enemies to define the political battlefield here at home. Does that make sense to you, Mr. Producer? We've got a strong bench. We also have some real nut jobs on this bench. In fact, they built their own bench. And they built it in the other dugout. Kingsinger thinks he's presidential material. Kingsinger should be in a padded room. Cheney thinks she's presidential material. Cheney shouldn't even be in the House of Representatives, as far as I'm concerned. Another head case. Then you got this Larry Hogan from Maryland. With all due respect, as Maryland goes, so does not go the nation. He can get elected in one state, Maryland. What else? What else do we have lined up on the stupid edge of the Republican Party? I don't know. They're going nowhere fast, but they'll be promoted by the uh, Democrats and their media friends. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota has to say. Said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does and a little over half of the cost. And I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, find the plan that's right for you. Then this month, enter promo code Levin Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Well, we're here with the Republican leader in the House of Representatives, Kevin McCarthy. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And happy Purim. See that? 
Here we are yeah. together. <laughs> uh, I have a question. Yes, sir. Jim Pasaki, in response to uh, Jackie Hendrick over there at the Fox News, she says uh, that they're keeping Congress informed about the negotiations with Iran. You're the Republican leader. You've been kept informed? Haven't had one discussion. Sent a letter, spoke on the floor requesting, requesting numerous times. It goes against the law that was passed. They cannot get into agreement without informing Congress. I've had Democrat members come to me saying they're frustrated. They haven't been briefed. I am the leader. They brief me on a lot of different items they want to call. Not once. It's one I had requested. It's one the American people should know about. And why are they even talking to them? But they're not talking to them. They're allowing Russia to negotiate for them. And remember what the Russian ambassador said, that Iran is getting more than they even imagined. Mm. I, I just, this isn't even ideological with me. This is just insane. I mean, you call correctly Putin a uh, war criminal. You see how yes. he is uh, murdering people left and right. Uh, and then uh, you're so desperate for some kind of deal with another insane genocidal regime that you basically delegate to Putin negotiating for the United States? What is this? You, no one would even write this in a horror movie. And the thing you have to imagine, too, here's a president that won't provide MiGs for Ukraine to defend themselves. Can you imagine if Iran has a nuclear weapon, what they would dictate to America and our, take away our options? And he's using Putin to negotiate, and Putin's using it to try to get around the sanctions. Why would you pick one dictator for another? And why would you do anything with Iran that chants death to America? That's the parliament. That's not people protesting. That's their elected officials. You know, I want to tell my audience something. We've got 14 and a half million people out here. Most of them are rock-solid conservatives. I want them to know that you have been very, very open to coming on this program that in fact you contact us because you want to communicate with this audience you want to talk to conservatives all over the country you do this you are you are flexible on the time and i'll tell you why i'm telling you this we have republicans so-called conservatives who hide from this program kevin mccarthy now why do they hide from this program when you come out and you want to come on this program you should want I want to talk, I want to listen, I want to lead. And we need people to join with us. Why would you ever be afraid? I, I view it as an honor that you allow me to come on and join you. We are at a point in life that America is at a turning point. I saw the president today. He didn't bring up one thing about Iran. I've asked, he, he's weakened us in an energy point, and that... That is more than just energy. That is the defense. That is the security. That is jobs. You've watched what you've gone across this country. We need not just conservatives to join together. We need to go find people who disagreed with us before, because I promise you this. They're open to working with us now because they have found, and you, have, you get a lot of credit for this. You have been solid about your philosophy, your principles, and you have proven it. How many times have we proven it time and again that we told them 
based upon these primary, based upon these philosophies, gas would go up. You'd have crime in the streets. You'd have mm-hmm. inflation. All of it's coming true based upon democratic policies. You know, it's amazing, Kevin McCarthy, that they take the most extreme positions on American fossil fuels. And then, of course, the inevitable happens, as you just point out, the price of fuel goes up. The American people are furious, but this is what they've wanted in order to, quote unquote, transition to some other system. And then they blame Putin, then they blame big oil uh, and all the rest. You think the American people are going to buy this? No. When he spoke last Friday and blamed Putin on inflation, inflation started the day he came into office. He shut down our pipeline and gave Putin a pipeline. He destroyed Afghanistan and how he moved out. He welcomed Putin into Ukraine by saying if you took a little of it, that wouldn't be a problem. All of these challenges are based upon what they have done. And remember, this is exactly what he promised in the campaign. When he was debating, he said he'd shut down fossil fuel. Remember what Jan said inside the press conference in there. They like the price of gas higher, so you would have to rely on renewable. But remember what that is. That's security for America and the world. That America that God gave us and blessed us with these natural resources. I, I care about the environment. Our natural gas is 41% cleaner than Russian natural gas. Why wouldn't we want to be energy independent? Are you able to hold? If not, I understand. I can hold for you. All right. We appreciate it. Plus, why would you ask Venezuela and Saudi Arabia to produce more, more oil and you won't allow us to produce more oil? We'll be right back with Kevin McCarthy. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota has to say. Said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does and a little over half of the cost. And I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, find the plan that's right for you. Then this month, enter promo code Levin Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Mark Levin, the George S. Patton of Talk Radio. Call him at 877-381-3811. That's 877-381-3811. We're here with uh, Kevin McCarthy, the Republican leader. You know, I'm a little concerned, uh, and it's uh, this cockiness I'm hearing, that the Republicans are going to win a massive off-year election, we could win 30, 40, 50 seats and so forth. I mean, we don't win anything unless people are out there fighting like hell, correct? Exactly. Look, majorities are not given, they're earned. That's why we need people together. People should not be thinking you're just going to win. We've got to go out there and earn it. We're all getting together another week or so together in Florida because that's a free state. And we've been working for the last year 
to work together to lay out our agenda to tell the American people what we're for. We're going to lay out how do we secure the border, parents' bill of rights, how do we curb this inflation and stop it, how do we make America strong again, how do we bring our streets safe and secure, and then else what we're going to do is how we're going to hold this administration accountable. The attorney general that goes after parents, where's the origins of COVID actually started? Why did Afghanistan happen that way? And now the New York Times and Twitter, they're now finally admitting that that laptop was Hunter Biden's. Did they keep that mm-hmm. just to influence an election? Seems like it, doesn't it? I oh, mean, yes, so it outrageous. Does. Yeah. But okay, now they admit that laptop is true. So is what on that laptop is true? Is what he says about the money and what he was looking for and who the money went to? That raises a whole another set of questions. And by, and by the way, what about this Zuckerberg pouring $417 million into the campaign? Democrat strongholds basically uh, taking over these local precincts. I mean, have you read about that? Have you seen that? Yeah, funneling this money over. That's why, for your 14 million listeners, you need to go to firepelosi.com. We don't need $400 million. We need to send us $25. We've got the best candidates. We've got the best message and we're going to work harder than they ever imagined because why because we want to turn this country around all right i want to circle back to this congressman i want you to listen to pasaki at the white house today just listen to this particularly the end of it cut six go the Iran Nuclear Agreement Review Act says that Congress is required to review any new agreement. This is obviously not the same agreement that uh, Obama worked on in 2015. Uh, does President Biden believe that this treaty um, needs the advice and consent of Congress? And if so, does he believe he has the votes to uh, lawfully affirm it? Well, if if and when we have a deal, and we don't have a deal at this point, otherwise you would all know, um, we would carefully consider the facts and circumstances of any U.S. return to the JCPOA to determine the legal implications, including those under the Iran Nuclear Review Act of 2015. And we're committed to ensuring the requirements are satisfied. So certainly we would abide by that. But we have been keeping uh, members very updated. We've been briefing them regularly. Uh, Brett McGurk conducted a call just a couple of days ago, and we've been briefing them with a range of national security officials. And then, so have you, have you been briefed with a range of national security officials, uh, Congressman? Not one time. I am the leader of the Republicans in the Congress, represent more than 750,000 people. What she said right there was not true. And what she said was that she would abide by the law. Well, this is not the same agreement. You have to come back to Congress. Now, that's the game they're playing, isn't it? They are going to say we're just continuing the original. Yeah. But it's not. And why do we know that? Because the Russians and the Chinese are telling us. The Russian ambassador who is negotiating is now telling us that Iran is getting more than they ever thought possible. So that means it's different. That means they're going to have a nuclear weapon, just like Obama gave them. But they're going to get billions of dollars, and what they're going to do with it? They are state sponsors of terrorism. They're going to fund terrorism around the world to attack people. I just want to put a fine point on this for the audience, and that is that you had the spokesperson for the President of the United States say something that is flatly false, and the way that she tap-danced around the law, she's made it clear also they have no intention of getting another vote out of Congress, Congressman. And you know what's interesting? 
Unfortunately, it was our Senate under our Republican who allowed Obama to get around the treaty clause. All right, so now we have a statute, and he doesn't intend to comply with the statute, it sounds to me. Does it not to you? Exactly. This is why I sent a letter specifically going at this point to him more than two weeks ago. Never responded, doesn't reach out, doesn't brief us. But this is, this is the law. This is the law of the land. They cannot go around it, and that's why we've got to stand up to it and make sure the American people have their voices heard. Yeah, it, it, It's just incredible to me, and they get away with this. There's not another press organization out there that's really on top of this, other than maybe the Free Beacon and so forth, but that has really drilled down on what Psaki is saying, Saki's saying, and these others. They are misleading the American people. We have a right to know what kind of deal he is cutting with this regime. And if our representatives aren't involved, we have no way of knowing. And our representatives are supposed to be involved because that's what the framers intended. They at least intended the Senate. And now under the statute, they intended the entirety of Congress. So not one man is making a bad deal that the body politic is involved in this. And they're cutting you guys out. You're 100% correct. And when they cut out us out, they're cutting the American public out. The American public lends their voice to us for two years. The law says we have to be briefed. We've not only not been briefed, we have requested to be briefed. And what's so offensive to every single American, what the future holds, is that Russia is negotiating for us in the middle of them murdering people in Ukraine, and what he's doing is he's trading one dictator's oil for another. The reason why he's engaging is because we shut down Russian oil, so he wants to replace it with Iran. I want you to picture what will the world be like five years from now when, when Iran has a nuclear weapon, they're financially stronger from the billions of dollars coming from America, and what will they do with it? They'll still chant death to America and death to Israel, but they'll have money and more rockets and missiles to shoot not just at Israel, but it does. And think of this, that it hasn't been pawed out. They just shot rockets into Iraq going after our consulate, and this president has not said one word about that. Not once has he acknowledged that. And he's still negotiating with them. It is... It's insanity. It, it is absolutely unbelievable. And um, he's so desperate to get this deal done. And now let's, let's swing back, if we may, in the few minutes we have left, to Ukraine. All of a sudden, these MiG-29s, Congressman, out of one side of their mouth, this administration says it will not help them on the battlefield, which is a nutty thing to say. Of course a fighter jet's going to help them hit these artillery sites and all the rest. And the Ukrainians know what they need. I don't think we need uh, Millie and the rest of us to tell us, given the disaster in Afghanistan. Now, that said, if they're right that it's not going to help the, the Ukrainians, then why do they argue if we... Give them the jets, the Poles give them the jets, either through a circuitous route or directly, that Putin might use nukes. Well, which is it? That it's not going to help the Ukrainians or it's going to trigger a nuclear war? You get this mealy mouth stuff when you have weakness in the Oval Office, right? Why is he letting Putin dictate? How is it any different if you're giving them javelins than if you're giving them MiGs? And why are we determining whether it's good or not when they're requesting MiGs? where they could create their own no-fly zone. Let them decide. And you know what else it would do? If you provide it to Putin, it would send a clear message to Putin. Get out of Ukraine. 
Your army is not fighting strong. Ukraine is, Ukraine is, is more heroic and will fight, and they're fighting with sticks. They haven't asked one time for American men and women to be in the battle. All they ask is, provide us the weapons so we can defend ourselves. And now, now he has delayed everything. He delayed putting in the sanctions until Putin came in. And then when Putin came in, he said, oh, these sanctions take months to work. Well, why didn't you supply him with the weapons to deter Putin from ever coming? He should take the lesson today mm-hmm. and supply the weapons to Taiwan. Right on. Well, Kevin McCarthy, thank you very, very much. Keep fighting. It's crucially important. We need some God, we need some people with their heads screwed on right out there. All right, take care of yourself, sir. All right, thank you, Mark. All right, Kevin. Thank you. Mr. Producer, Fox is now reporting that the CIA secretly trained Ukrainian forces. What did I say at the top of the first hour? For the whole world to hear that I have no doubt that the United States and perhaps Great Britain as well, or Great Britain, have helped train these forces and are providing them with strategic advice. I'm telling you, I'm glad you're here. This is where you need to be. Our friends at Fox could have reported that yesterday, the day before the day. Right, Mr. Producer? And I'm not attacking. I'm thrilled. I'm glad. Rush used to call what he does the echo chamber. I think he handed it to me. But that said, I'm glad they're reporting it. Because to me, again, I use my own experience. I combine it with rationality. And why wouldn't we? help provide strategic advice and training to the Ukrainians. Well, we did. Because it's being reported now. After I surmised it must be true. I don't have a news organization. You know, I don't... I just think for myself. I think for myself. Well, good for us. I'm glad that we were. I shall return. Mark Lovin. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota has to say. Said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does and a little over half of the cost. And I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, find the plan that's right for you. Then this month, enter promo code Levin Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Don't forget, this Sunday, Life, Liberty, and Levin, very important program. 8 p.m. Eastern Time, we will have the former Prime Minister of Israel doing an exclusive interview. 8 p.m. Eastern Time, if you can't watch it live, you should permanently use your DVR to record the program every Sunday, because I know many of you really enjoy it, and you don't have to miss it. 
It's like this program. If you can't hear it live, you can always go to the podcast. Or you can always go to my website, marklevinshow.com, where we archive the program for four years. How do you think Media Matters and Mediaite and all the other lazy left-wing kook bastards hear about this program? Right, Mr. Producer? We make it available to them. We're proud of what we say. We're proud of what we do here. That's why. I had a guy write me recently and said, what is it going to take to get your business on a particular item? I thought, boy, if you don't know, the very best quality at the very lowest price. Isn't that about right, Mr. Producer? The very best quality at the lowest possible price. That's what it takes to get my business. And also, I want patriots. Patriotic companies, not companies that I disagree with, of which there are, of course, many. The corporatists and so forth. Now, what have we learned this hour? We learned that when Fox's intrepid reporter, Jackie Heinrich, asked Pasaki, the spokes idiot, for the idiot. Uh, when, uh, when she asked her about this Iran deal, Pasaki falsely said, we have been keeping members updated. The leader of the Republican House, of the, of the Republicans in the House, who is supposed to be kept updated, says nobody's ever talked to him, despite multiple requests, despite a letter that he sent two weeks ago. Nobody. So she lied. And she lies all the time. And her answer also was an equivocation on whether she thinks this deal should go back before Congress. This is important. And she indicated no. In so many words, she said, well, we had a deal. And so what they're going to try and say is that it's merely been updated. And they're going to they're gonna do it this way. This is fascistic. And nonetheless, the media won't care. But he should be impeached. That's what should happen. He should be impeached if he tries it. Now, Mr. Producer, this is very interesting, ladies and gentlemen. You put Lionel Richie in the audio list. Why Lionel Richie? What, what, were, you, what were you thinking? Lionel Richie, we're taking too long. We're going to lose mankind. You know, his daughter is a huge lib. And Democrat activist. A huge lib and Democrat activist. I'm sure he's very proud. Lots more, ladies and gentlemen. Lots more. Stick with us. I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? 
Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, Well, there's supposedly big news out there now. Big news. And the big news is that the New York Times, among many, have concluded that the laptop was real, that the emails were authentic and legitimate, and that the Hunter Biden story was a real story. Now, they waited until the election passed, They were more than happy to promote the idea that this was a Russian plot. They did that on CNN and MSNBC and every major media outlet except Fox. Now this is more than the first time that this sort of thing has occurred. It definitely impacted the election as well, which was the purpose of the cover-up to begin with. Now, here's a question nobody's asking that I can tell anyway, Mr. Producer. And the question is this. Why is the New York Times doing this now? Why is the New York Times doing this now? Does anybody have any thought on that? Mr. Producer, do we have a number of callers? I haven't been able to pull up the call screen. My question to the callers, my question to all of you is, well, I won't waste time on it. The reason the New York Times is doing this now is because information has also come out that Hunter Biden paid off his past tax debt. Somebody gave him a million dollar loan. There's also information out that the Department of Justice is ratcheting up its investigation of Hunter Biden. So they covered it up as long as they could. They put it off as long as they could. But there are still some careerists left at the Department of Justice who are not controlled by Biden, not controlled by the crooked attorney general or the rest of them. And that it's very possible that the guy is in some kind of criminal trouble. Now, I wouldn't bet the farm on it, because in the end, they want Biden to win, or his party to win, for sure. But that's why it comes out now, as it does. We also have the Boston Black Lives Matter leader and her husband have been hit with federal fraud and conspiracy charges. Cannon Grant's attorney said we remain fully confident Monica will be vindicated when a complete factual record emerges. 
Now, this seems to be an issue with a number of the top brass over there at BLM, if it even exists anymore. Monica Cannon Grant, a Black Lives Matter leader in Boston, and her husband, Clark Grant, were hit with an 18-page federal indictment for fraud and conspiracy on Tuesday. Federal authorities allege they have defrauded a large sum of donor dollars out of over $1 million in grants or donations given to their nonprofit, Violence in Boston, which aims to help violence survivors in the city. Cannon Grant, a prominent BLM organizer, was arrested outside of her Beantown home Tuesday. She declined to comment at the courthouse after being released on personal recognizance. Now that's interesting. You have Jesse Smollett, you have this BLM crook or alleged crook. They're released immediately. You have a January 6th. You have individuals from January 6th who never did anything violent but trespass and parade. And many of them have been sitting in jail for months. She will remain free without bail. Uh, the BLM activist has claimed innocence online and under the terms of her release from Judge Judith Dane is allowed to continue to work at her nonprofit twice a week but cannot handle the finances. She'll be arraigned next week. You ever heard of a of of, of a decision like that, Mr. Producer? She's yeah, very nice. She's accused of ripping off this foundation. But she can work there twice a week. Just stay away from the finances. Is the judge going to watch it? County Grant's attorney, Robert Goldstein, said, we're extremely disappointed the government rushed to judgment here in a statement outside the courthouse. Violence in Boston and Monica have been fully cooperating, and their production of records remains ongoing. Drawing conclusions from an incomplete factual record does not represent the fair and fully informed process a citizen deserves from its government, especially someone like Monica, who has worked tirelessly on behalf of her community. Grant was arrested last October by federal agents who raided the couple's home and was previously charged with lying on a mortgage statement and collecting pandemic unemployment benefits illegally. And so I would ask those who were promoting Black Lives Matter, whether the corporatists, whether the CEOs and board members who were actively and openly sending out memos and supporting them, whether the the athletes who were actively and openly supporting them, whether it was broadcasters actively and openly supporting them, whether it was politicians actively and openly supporting them. My question is, without vetting this organization, you didn't much care. You didn't much care. Prosecutors allege that they also told both the state attorney's general office and the IRS she took no salary, but she did pay herself $2,788 a week beginning in October 2020. Sounds like a big salary to me, Mr. Producer. But what do I know? What do I know? So there we have an update on Black Lives Matter. Now, DirecTV, we canceled DirecTV, and I encourage you to do exactly the same thing. Their attempt to cancel OAN provokes a lawsuit. Now, this is an effort by DirecTV. These uh, members of Congress and leftist groups have been trying to get organizations and 
media outlets banned from cable and now satellite. DirecTV announced in January the digital satellite service would no longer carry One American News Network, which I happen to like, by the way, owned by Herring Networks. The decision prompted a lawsuit by OAN in response Tuesday, arguing DirecTV's refusal to carry OAN could shut it down entirely. I mean, DirecTV's trying to destroy, trying to destroy OAN. And you hear almost nothing about it. You know who talks about it the most? President Trump. President Trump. We informed Herring Networks that following a routine internal review, we do not plan to enter into a new contract when our current agreement expires. Uh, DirecTV told USA Today two months ago without expanding on its definition of an internal review. Well, we know what that means. The decision to drop the channel by OAN's largest distributors expected to take OAN off DirecTV airways by the end of April and threatens the outlet's ability to operate in a crowded media environment. Really shocking. So what should happen? So anybody who owns a piece of DirecTV, assuming it's a public company, or owned by a public company, should show up at their corporate board meeting and raise a ruckus about this. Demand seats on the board. And so forth and so on. And if it's not, Definitely cancel your subscription. The dirty little secret is satellite TV and cable TV are losing subscribers. They're losing subscribers, Mr. Producer, to what? The Internet, right? You go, you get a smart TV. There's, there's a thousand channels you can watch without cable and without uh, satellite TV. Is that not correct, Mr. Producer? And if you're my age, <clears throat> your kids will show you how to do it. Corporate collusion is stripping network off the airways, beginning with DirecTV's crusade against OAN, which set a dangerous precedent. There's no question. But this is part of the American Marxist strategy, coming out of Congress, coming out of their movement, because that's who they are. They're disgusting. Disney. Disney's been attacking the great governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. The left has tried to characterize a bill that was passed by the Republican legislature and signed by DeSantis as anti-gay. It's not anti-gay. It's not anti-anything. Just says when it comes to these issues of what you do with your genitalia, if you want to have a particular genitalia, the kind of sex you want to have. You are not to teach little kids about it in our public school system. And so the Democrats and their media have said that this is all about being anti-gay. They're basically saying, you don't need to bring up gay, you don't need to bring up straight, you don't need to bring up anything. These are little kids. So of course they try to destroy him, and the CEO at Disney buckled for this, the LGBTQ community at Disney is furious that the corporation hasn't stepped forward and trashed Florida, given its size in the state of Florida. But maybe it's time to trash Disney. What do you mean, Mark? Well, maybe there needs to be a thorough investigation 
of the Disney Corporation and how the Disney Corporation employees conduct themselves. Not all of them. My friend Don's daughter works there, and she's fantastic. But you understand what I'm talking about. I mean, here it is, breaking news from NBC6, and we know they're never wrong. Four Disney employees among 108 arrested in Florida human trafficking bust. Did you ever think you would hear the word Disney and human trafficking bust in the same sentence? Operation March Sadness 2 was a six-day undercover operation. Four Disney employees were among more than 100 people arrested as part of a human trafficking operation in Florida, authorities said. Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd on Wednesday announced the arrest of 108 people as part of Operation March Sadness 2, a six-day undercover operation. Imagine if it had been a 30-day undercover operation. One of the Disney employees was a 27-year-old man who worked as a lifeguard in Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. That man allegedly sent sexual images of himself and graphic sexual messages to an undercover detective who was posing online as a 14-year-old girl. That wasn't a member of Congress from New York, was it, Mr. Producer? Another Disney employee arrested was a 24-year-old man who worked at the Cosmic Restaurant. Another Disney... Other Disney employees arrested were a 45-year-old IT worker and a 27-year-old software developer. Four arrests of this magnitude in a week is simply remarkable, the sheriff said at a news conference. Again, imagine if they had conducted a longer investigation. As part of the operation, detectives identified prostitutes who posted online advertisements, as well as the Johns who were seeking out the prostitutes online. Detectives then sought to identify and free any victims who were being forced into prostitution or human trafficking, or anyone participating in the trafficking of victims. And it goes on. Do you know that Joe Biden's policies has led to more sex trafficking and slavery than under any president in modern times with open borders? And nobody talks about this. If the Republicans do take the House, even if they take the Senate, the Senate is like uh, impotent. They think they're better than everybody else. Hey, the Honorable, the Honorable, the Honorable, the Honorable. Uh, Really? Count me out of that club. Anyway, uh, the House, where there can be a lot more action. They need to look into this. How much horror. How much... How much disaster, how many casualties there have been on the southern border as a result of Joe Biden's policies. Ladies and gentlemen, we must organize, bottom up, middle out. We must take back our government. We must take back our school boards and our schools. We must take back our culture. We must take back the newsrooms and and so forth by getting more and more of us involved, setting up your own uh, independent news sites. Becoming independent reporters yourself with a minimal amount of technology. We have to do all these things. Because so much of our culture has been corrupted. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. I'm going to work like the devil to bring gas prices down. I will do what needs to be done to reduce the price you pay at the pump. Even if we drilled as much as we could, 
uh, the price of oil is still set globally. This Keystone pipeline, it would take years for that to have an impact on prices. There's an impediment to production in the United States. And it's called the bankers on Wall Street. Oil prices and, and gas prices are famously something that is largely outside of the direct control of any political figure. The price of oil is very much dependent upon the global supply. And that's manipulated for price by countries that don't always have the same values that we have. That is a consequence of, thus far, the refusal of, uh, of uh, Russia or uh, or the OPEC nations to uh, pump more oil. The gas prices, of course, are based upon a global oil market. That oil market is controlled by a cartel. That cartel is OPEC. Certainly, we all want to keep gasoline prices low, uh, but uh, the threat of the crisis, uh, the climate crisis, certainly can't wait any longer. The significant reason why prices are up is because of COVID affecting the supply chain. Inflation in prices and housing and in gas is because of deficit spending. That's Trump's fault. The invasion of Ukraine and the volatility of the oil market is no excuse for excessive price increases, profit padding, or any effort to exploit American consumers. The current spike in gas prices is largely the fault of Vladimir Putin. Putin's tax, that's, a, a, that's really Putin's gas hike. That's his gas hike. Are you guys just going to start blaming Putin for everything? Putin's price hikes at the pump. Putin's price hike here at home. Putin. You should be blaming Putin, if anybody, for this. And to not blame Putin, first of all, is denying reality. And second, frankly, I think is un-American. Democrats didn't cause this problem. Vladimir Putin did. We've seen the price of gas go up at least 75 cents since President Putin lined up troops on the border of Ukraine. And people are feeling it. They're feeling it. Do you ever think you've been paying this much for a gallon of gas? So it's Putin. Maybe it's the oil companies. Cut 12, go. We call on industry to boost production and stop hoarding profits. Uh, oil prices are down. Um, oil prices are down, but the price of when the oil the price of oil goes up, the price of gasoline goes up. When the price of oil goes down, the price of gasoline does not necessarily go down. <laughs> this is not right. It's not fair. So it's not Putin. It's our oil companies. You see, ladies and gentlemen, very simple to understand. I'll be right back. This is the nation's town hall meeting, and you can join in at 877-381-3811. You know, there's so much to despise about the, the leftists behind the scenes in Hollywood. So many stupid people. A few patriots among the stupid. So Stacey Abrams is is now was brought in in the Star Trek uh, done by Paramount. Did you see that, Mr. Producer? She's the president of whatever it is. President of Earth. Stacey Abrams. And Hollywood could care less. You couldn't have a conservative do that, a Republican, you know. Certainly not Trump, of course, or DeSantis, or Cruz, or Cotton, or down the list. But Stacey Abrams, who is a complete liar, 
and character assassin. That's perfectly fine. They run the culture. They own the culture. That's what I'm talking about. So all you Drekkies out there, uh, keep that in mind, that now they have destroyed Star Drek with this sort of thing. They've destroyed it by politicizing it. The good old days where you had, you know, what's his name? What is the guy's name? Is in all the commercials. I can't remember his name anymore. My guys won't help me. They don't know either. Yeah, what's Kirk's name? I can't remember. Now everybody's yelling at their radio and their, 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 or their iPhones. It's Even he might be listening, yelling at his radio. You know, folks, you've been hearing me. William Shatner. Bill, I'm sorry, man. I happen to be a big fan. I'm a big fan. I mean, I can't remember life without Bill Shatner, to be perfectly honest with you. And nobody, nobody, nobody played a Kirk like Shatner. Nobody. There have been imitators, but not like him. No. You know, we haven't seen or heard from Rudy Giuliani lately, have we, Mr. Producer? They're trying to destroy him. They're trying to steal his career and his license from him. Their character assassinating him. Why don't you see if he's around next week? Oops. Why don't you see if he's around next week and uh, we'll bring him on. Hold on, my computer went off, running the ad for my uh, Life, Liberty, and Levin. But we'll try and get Rudy on because I, I, I miss Rudy. Brianna Keeler, Kyler, is a CNN host, which means her days are numbered there. And she has Jennifer Graham on CNN today. Now, who is she? She's the secretary of No Energy. As I've discussed before, you've got to list to these these names they put on these cabinets, these departments, and understand it's the opposite. The energy department is the no energy department. The education department is the no education department. The agriculture department is the no agriculture department, and so forth and so on. Because government isn't there to facilitate, a bureaucratic word, it's there to kill, crush, destroy, tape, slow, kneecap, undermine, charge, penalize, fine, imprison. Get my drift? So here she is with Jennifer Granholm. Now, Jennifer Granholm was a governor of Michigan, as I recall. She knows not a damn thing about how to get oil, how to keep oil, how to move oil, how to keep it off your skin, how to keep it out of your hair, how to mix oil, in order to have salad dressing. She doesn't know anything. Cut 13, go. The administration's reaching out to Saudi Arabia and to Venezuela. I think uh, folks that many Americans might consider unsavory characters in this search for energy to kind of fill this Russian energy void. How should Americans view this? I think Americans should see the administration calling right now for an increase in supply as something that helps them. And that's what... Now, hold on a second. I know you know this, but the insanity of this just never... I, I just can't digest it. This regime has taken steps to cripple our own energy industry. 
And they go to these dictators, these killers, who hate us in Venezuela, Maduro, and ask them to help us produce oil. We go begging, cup in hand, on our knees to Maduro, asking him for oil. Which, by the way, he can barely produce, even though they're floating on it. Then we go to Saudi Arabia, which is smart enough, I have to say, to say, F off, you idiot, to Biden and his people. Why don't you get oil from your new friend, the Islamo-Nazi regime in Tehran? I know that's what's going through their minds. You know, I'm sick and tired of this line that Republicans are pushing for war against Russia, Mr. Producer. I am so sick of it. Republicans are not pushing for war against Russia. Let me see if I can help. Vladimir Putin is the warmonger with the war machine. Vladimir Putin is slaughtering Ukrainians. Vladimir Putin is now locking up his own people by the tens of thousands. Vladimir Putin fancies himself a, a male Catherine the Great and Stalin. Republicans are not warmongers, and Republicans are not looking for war. And I'm sick and tired of the Biden administration pretending that they don't know the answer to producing more oil and gas. They know the answer because they have specifically and purposefully killed it. So when Granholm talks about this, we need to increase our supply. It's very easy. We did not have these problems. We did not have these problems under Trump or under Reagan. Now we have Pete Buttigieg. Let's hear what he has to say because he has so much experience when it comes to transportation and such, which means none. Cut 14, go. You mentioned gas prices briefly, and they continue to soar across this country. Uh, You know, can the public transportation system, as it's situated today, can it handle a potential influx of people that just can't afford to drive to work anymore? Talk to us about some of the investments you have started to make in infrastructure here uh, from the public transport side. Well, we do have a lot of capacity in public transit, uh, and that's something that uh, you know I, I hope becomes a uh, a means of choice. Uh, now, why would you choose public transit if you could drive your own car? Do you want to know why, ladies and gentlemen, they hate it when you drive your own car? Is it because of carbon monoxide? No. Does anybody know why they hate it when you drive your own car? It's called freedom. It's called mobility. It's called independence. You don't have to rely on the subway system. You don't have to put yourself in a position on a subway system that is dangerous where you or your loved ones might be harmed. You don't have to create convenience for the government in where it puts its system rather than what's convenient for you. That's why they hate the automobile, because the automobile represents independence, freedom, and mobility. And they want to control you. If they control public transportation, 
and you have to rely on public transportation, they control you. You have to wear a mask on public transportation. Obviously, if you're in your own car, you don't have to. It's why they're desperate to be able to track your mileage so they can punish you if you drive too much, if you drive too far. That's why they hate the automobile. Go ahead. Good options and good affordable options to get to where they need to be. Uh, look, we, we need to make sure that there is less pressure on family budgets from transportation, which is often the second biggest budget item after housing itself. One of the tools that, that, that we have in our toolkit to do that is to make sure there's access to excellent public transportation. There will never be access. I, I hate the burst bubbles. We will never have excellent public transportation. I don't care what they do in Japan and Germany. We will never have it. If you don't enforce the law against crime, if you don't have respect for property rights, if you're not going to punish people who do graffiti, if you're not going to punish people who threaten other people, if you're not going to punish people who assault other people, you're never going to have an excellent public transportation system. Furthermore, you're never going to have enough public transportation stations and stops for people. Maybe you want to take a drive to the, sh- to the beach. Or as my wife likes to say, the shore. Well, there aren't many stops along the way, are there? Maybe you want to drive out to the countryside. Maybe you want to have a picnic. Maybe you want to be left alone. Maybe you do your best thinking in the car. Maybe you're a salesman. Maybe you're this. Maybe you're that. These clowns, they do not understand how Americans think, how productivity and creativity works, how people make a living. They are government hacks. They are bureaucrats. They figure if we can just build a system that goes from point A to B, and the end stop is always the state capital, the national capital, or something like that, then it'll be just fine. I have the Levin plan. You know what that is? Rather than blowing all this money on public transportation, give the taxpayers their money back. And buy all the automobiles you want. So we can put them on all the new highways and bridges and tunnels that they say they're building in the infrastructure plan. I mean, we need to fill those up, don't we? I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Mr. Producer, do we have a caller, yes or no? Do we have friend or foe? Regular or irregular? We don't know? Well, then let's go for we don't know. WLS Country, Chris in Chicago, go right ahead, please. Yeah, so um, from what I've been seeing on TV uh, or, you know, the Internet, uh, Donbass region, it appears that the uh, Ukrainian leader, is uh, committing war crimes, too. So, like, who's the bad guy here? 
Uh, you didn't say a thing. What war crimes is he committing? Well, he's bombing uh, people in the Donbass. He's sabotaging their infrastructure. I haven't seen any bombing people in the Donbass. Have you, Mr. Producer? In what are you talking like about? There's a guy who's uh, bombing there. them of what? Excuse me. Bombing, bombing them, them how? He's shelling them. He's shelling them. In fact, it seemed like... Uh, Sir, I'm asking you a question, and you're moving on way too fast for me. Where did you see this? The internet, uh, YouTube. There's a guy in uh, the Donbass region. He's an American. He's a journalist there. What's his name? He's been there for six years, eight years. What is uh, his name? It off the top. Well, I want everybody to go check it out. Why? Don't you want a public service well, well, or not? Actually, I'll follow back with it after. What do you I mean you will? It. I'm here now. We're getting off the air. You I, I didn't come prepared. It. You're you're accusing the president of Ukraine of war crimes. This is a new one. His country's invaded. His cities are being attacked. But the war criminal is the president of Ukraine who's fighting back, trying to drive the Russian army out of his country. Do I have that about right? Uh. Yeah, because he started it. You know, he was bombing those you people. You really are a schmuck. You really are a schmuck. He started it. So the president of Ukraine started it. You're not even entertaining. You're such a moron. This is your best argument. Some guy on the Internet has a video. You don't know their name. You don't know where to send us, but he's been there six years. And the Ukrainians are committing war crimes. And, uh, <clears throat> and it was Zelensky who started it. I mean, bro, happy hour every minute of the, of the day at your house or what? We salute all you heroes out there. Thank you. And all you Ukrainian freedom fighters. <laughs> 